Sometimes I dream of saving the world, saving everyone from the invisible hand. As we the people need to know the truth is the truth will make us free. If we keep debating about the lies, we're never going to be free because you cannot make sense of a lie. You cannot make sense of the hijackers on 9-11 because there were no hijackers. Those were autonomous planes that they had been using since the 70s. And they had already put explosives in those buildings. You have to understand the truth about the matter and don't believe the lies. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies. One good thing came out of all of this. They showed themselves. The top 1% of the 1%, the ones who play God without permission, and now I'm going to take them down. That's the mindset that we all have to have, brothers and sisters, because we are fighting for freedom today, and the freedom of tomorrow is dependent on how we stand for our freedom today. This criminal cabal has continuously moved forward with taking our freedoms. They have over a million page tax code. So we never got outside of the illegal taxation without representation. Then we have over a million uh, laws that are pushed here. But none of the criminal cabal participants follow those laws. It's only the slave class, which is called the working class. That's what they think about us. And more and more that I've been out here in Oregon, never knowing that it was politically charged as it is, I am seeing that this state has been utilized for years by the Central Intelligence Agency and the global criminal cabal to facilitate the initiation of big crimes. 1987, Oregon was the first sanctuary status state in the country protecting illegal criminals against the rule of law. And you've got the CIA's influence in Oregon in many ways. We've reported recently about Evergreen Aviation Museum. That was Air America back in the day. And then we know, I've told you for years, I've, I've thought about writing a book specifically about uh, Phil Knight and how he, with his uh, shoe empire, which the initial shoe was originally made in Japan, but he ended up moving manufacturing over to China and getting that whole nonsense started. But now he has such influence on sports and entertainment and ultimately specific uh, segments of our population with his branding, with his shoes, controlling people's mind through nonsense. Well, back in November, the criminals in Oregon passed that um, progressive voting where they allow just a small percentage that basically eliminates the general election That was all brought in by the global criminal cabal. It's not something that we approved. They pushed it into the current state, which we're trying to push back on now, trying to correct that, because they ended up calling the election for Joe Biden with not even 20% of the total state's population accounted. And then you remember, 
all the Antifa and BLM crimes that were burning down cities. They were trying to burn down the federal courthouse in Portland for months. It ended up being almost a year that that was happening every day. But you see, all of the illegal people that are out here were the ones that were used during that psychological operation. Who's controlling them? The controller is the CIA. Well, we got another thing here. Just the other day, an Oregon bill that would decriminalize homelessness, homeless encampments and propose penalties if unhoused people are harassed or ordered to leave. Yes. Somebody tried to pass Bill HB 3501. Democrats in the Oregon House of Representatives introduced a bill that would decriminalize homeless encampments in public places and allow homeless people to sue for $1,000 if harassed or told to leave. How is somebody that's homeless going to sue somebody? Oh, because they have... They have uh, cooperation from specific interest within the rule of law in order to do so, I'm guessing. But this literally moved the conversation away from helping the homeless to now giving the homeless more rights than the people who pay taxes for the property that they're living on. It's been pushed back heavily because people like us have been publicizing it, allowing the public to know about it. And fortunately, that's been rescinded at this point. But know that every time that they tried this, it's just a test to see what the, the public response is. But I'm going to focus more so on the people who brought it forward. There were two people. The bill was sponsored by Representative Farah Chihachi. Last name, C-H-A-I-C-H-I, a Democrat whose district includes Beaverton, and Representative Con Pham. Last name, C-P-H-A-M, from Southeast Portland. The criminalization of rest allows local governments to redirect resources from local law enforcement activities to activities that address the root causes of homelessness and poverty. Why would the police, why would law enforcement be involved in addressing root causes of homelessness when the root causes are drugs and illegal immigration, which the Chong Zuckerberg Initiative with Measure 110, supported by half a million dollars by the Chong Zuckerberg Initiative to decriminalize all drugs in the state. And then secondly, the 1982 rule about supporting what they call sanctuary status state in order to protect the illegals. So you can't address an issue through law enforcement if it's not even in the law enforcement's purview because the legislatures, the legislatures in Oregon or who I am seeing have been supported by the CIA and special interest over and over. Well, those two representatives... Chaichi and Pham, you got to look into them. Whenever you look at Khan Pham, uh, she is an American politician and activist serving as a member of the Oregon House of Representatives. You cannot be an activist and a public servant because then you are showing biases. 
But see, she comes out here and openly does it, and she's applauded for it. And she, she was allegedly born in Oklahoma City, but as you look into it, her parents were allegedly refugees from Saigon, Vietnam. This is a, a perfect example of how these profiles are built up, and we can't see if that's true or not. But this lady looks exactly like a Chinese communist spy. And it says, you know, in her career, she worked to develop associate at the Global Fund for Women. The Global Fund for Women? That's an organization based out of San Francisco. Hmm. Interesting. And she developed associate as a refugee transitions, a nonprofit organization based in San Francisco. So this person was actually a San Francisco plant. And what is San Francisco? San Francisco is the house of one of the um, Federal Reserve Banking uh, headquarters for the for the West Coast. It's the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco. That is directly connected to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation because Bill Gates Sr. was on the board of the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco. So we already see how from, it says from 2015 to 2018, she was an environmental justice manager for the Asia Pacific American Network of Oregon. That just sounds like a criminal organization built by someone like George Soros or the CIA. And then we've got Farah Chaichi. Farah Chaichi is an American politician and activist. Again, an activist as a Democratic representative. You cannot legally be an activist and a public servant because as an activist, you are showing biases towards one aspect. In public service, you're supposed to be unbiased and neutral. But look at how they place these people in office. And this one is even better because look at this. A member of the Oregon House of Representatives elected in November 2022. So this person has not even been in office for seven months. She assumed office January 9th, 2023. So she's not even been in office for five months. And now she is working in order to manipulate the politics. Guess who that this person was preceded by? Dacia Graber, who I've already reported on a year ago as this fake person that's definitely a cocaine addict because look at her nostrils, her big nose. Cocaine heads, you need to understand that that cocaine will inflame your, your nostrils and make you have a big nose, so you're very obvious in who you are. But this Dacia Graber, she acts like a firefighter. But then on her personal information, it literally says, the only line says, Graber identifies as a queer woman. So here we go again, utilizing homosexuals to manipulate politics. And now we've got Farah Chaichi, who um, right here it says, she worked as a student and worked for us as a sales associate at Dollar Tree. Then she worked as a compliance officer for Diner Truck before joining Stoll Rivers as a client intake coordinator. And then she worked served as a member of the Beaverton Human Rights Advocacy Group. What? 
She graduated from Beaverton High School, earned a Bachelor of Arts degree in a Criminal Justice and Political Science from Seattle University, and a Master's of Political Science and Paralegal Studies from George Washington University. Wow. She is definitely one of these picked people. But again, she came, she proceeded a representative that was homosexual, that was trying to manipulate. She would, Darcia Graber, the reason I reported on her before is because she was trying to issue a bill that would give homeless people $1,200 a month for a year. And now the person who precedes her, or, or rather, who, who is elected after her, Farah Chaichi, she's trying to make it legal to where homeless people have more rights than the people who live in a community. So imagine this, brothers and sisters. Imagine this law goes out. Then we're going to get people from all over the country moving into Oregon and being able to squat on somebody else's land and they can't be removed. This is how the criminal cabal is trying to take your rights. You remember the World Economic Forum said you're going to have nothing and be happy. So these are placed people that have been paid to go into these positions with paid backgrounds. And it looks all like they're sellout traders. They are absolutely sellout traders that may or may not know the extent of how they're being used. But these are sheeple that are being used inside of government. These are people that are being placed there and that they are being used in order to destroy the sovereignty of state rights, of human rights, and of personal property rights. This is all towards UN Agenda 2030, which is the global criminal cabal coup d'etat against the world. So I hope you understand this, is these criminals are real and they need to be called out. They need to be prosecuted for their conspiracy against the Constitution of the state of Oregon and the Constitution of these United States, a constitutional republic. But you see how these people, they are built up as the, you know, Saigon Vietnam refugees, or they're built as a homosexual or they're built as some poor person that was working for Dollar Tree in some kind of way got to the point of being a legal representative for the state. You remember AOC and how they selected her from a, a poll and interviews? Well, it sounds like that that's being done all over the country, and especially in Psychological Central, Portland, Oregon, and the state of Oregon, the Pacific Northwest, including Seattle, Tacoma, the state of Washington, and commie-controlled California. Brothers and sisters, patriots of the world, we have to move forward on bringing these people to justice. Go and demand that they be arrested. Demand that they have charges brought against them. And I understand that a lot of people have been placed in the, the district attorney's offices. This is where George Soros, as a Nazi, and all the other fascist Nazis around the world are being working together in order to facilitate this. We got to push back, we got to expose them, and we've got to move to bringing them to justice so they can sit and get mo for life, or they can have permanent prosecution just to end them. Period. Because the idea that they're trying to per, the, to push 
the ideas, the policies that they're trying to push are totally unconstitutional. And we need to bring them to justice for being a traitor, committing treason, and committing an espionage in acting in lieu for a foreign entity. Go back in the archives of truth at neo420.com, select the menu option, and you get all the different resources and assets that we have there as we've been creating this content since day one, speaking the truth, providing real news plus real information for we the people. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies. A constitutional republic, not a democracy. The ideal of a democracy is universal equality. The ideal of a constitutional republic is individual liberty. A democracy always degenerates into dictatorship, which promises government-guaranteed equality and security, but it delivers nothing but poverty and serfdom for the people it robs and rules. America was founded as a constitutional republic to safeguard the liberties of the people against the tyranny of democracy or of one-man dictatorship. In this century, great strides have been made toward the goal of subverting our republic into a democracy. The foremost tactic of the subverters is subversion of language. By calling America a democracy until people thoughtlessly accept and use the term, the totalitarians have obscured the real meaning of our principles of government.